0: it's the stack attack fantasy podcast your one-stop shop to dominate fantasy baseball and football come get some yo 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 baby yo here we go let's start the show it's the stack attack fantasy podcast i'm your host jeff trella and with me as always my brother from another mother Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you, Mr. Trader Andy. What's going on?
1: What's going on, bro? Relaxing here on vacation, you know, enjoying enjoying the week with the family and everything. But I'm I'm here and excited and pumped to be here. Talk about football. Yeah, I mean, it's
0: it's your thing now, right? Yeah. You're you're how how many? uh, I don't even want to know how many best balls you've done, but it's it's Uh, through the roof. Keep it going, man. We got time for more puppies, man. There's puppies everywhere. We'll talk more about puppies in a few minutes. Absolutely. Flank to your left is the Greek god of mock drafts. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Mr. Nick Mimi. What's going on, my dude? What's up, bro? What's going on? Eh, Not too much. All right. Let's start the show with Nick the way that we always do. Let's take that victory lap, buddy. What's going good for you this
2: week? Football season's back. I'm a Jets fan. Zach Wilson is crushing it. Um, he looked great. I, I, I can't hide my uh, my excitement for that kid. He looked very good. I mean, I know it's preseason, but the footwork, he was doing that crossbody throw. Uh, Corey Davis is a target monster, and they it looks like they made the right move. T- uh, canon Sam Darnold. So, now, what, what? I mean, I mean,
1: <laughs> now, question for you. Does that mean that we should buy high on Zach Wilson Wilson now because the Jets are losing multiple people on defense now and they're going to be behind all the
2: time? There's going to be shootouts left and right. The issue we're going to run run into for getting him is we live in the Tri-State area and everybody we draft with are Jets fans. I have an auction tomorrow night, and um, they're going to jack that price up.
1: We don't
2: do do all home (laughs) leads. I do. Carry on. Carry on. And just to add, also, I jumped on uh, this week as a little contributor for FF face So every once in a while, I'll be putting up a little article for them. So Stack Attack's growing its roots, and we're getting out there. Awesome, nice. awesome. Congrats, congrats on that gig, man. I look forward to a lot of uh, good things out of you there. I just put the
0: first article out about the, my Jets. Yep, yep. Is it also a victory lap for you that you're able to uh, multitask and podcast and do your laundry at the same
2: time? you like that <laughs> you like that my, my current spot is taken up by actually well here's the story behind it i had a oh table. god you know, i had a table that i put my laptop on i put my water on it and uh we went to a pet store and my daughter bought a 14 cent fish and i had to buy a 40 tank for it and that table is now used by xbox Dude, i
1: only want to get into fishes today my my son's fish for the last month has been here, and he is uh not with us anymore starting today.
2: Well, if it makes you feel better, I forgot to put the cone <laughs> on the uh, filter, and we lost three fish already. All cool. I'll
1: say is R.I.P. <laughs> Nemo.
2: We have one that's left. One one survived. Oh, boy. His just, name is Fishy. Just oh.
1: keep swimming. Just Sorry. keep swimming. He's still Stand alive for now. Nemo. <laughs> all right, Andy, what's your victory lap today, oh, man? Man, the baseball guy. Hitting home runs in July. I was all on James Robinson, uh, in July, no one else was. I was all right. I said it, he was the guy to get. And oh, those, the, the, I can't pay up for him now, but uh, so nice. getting them late, late in the early puppies.
0: Yeah. You definitely called that. And we'll, we'll talk Still. about that after the intros here uh, a little bit deeper. Uh, my victory lap is football related. Also. <laughs> I told you guys about a dynasty startup. i I was in last week that I acquired five first-round picks. Um, same, same league, round nineteen, uh, day before the game. Marquez Calloway, boom! <laughs> right, round nineteen in a dynasty startup. I get him. I tra- I probably have signed into that league about four times, and. Uh, double-checked to make sure it wasn't Antonio Calloway on accident. But it was it was Marquez, <laughs> man. All right. So, oh, Joe Bond drafted him in Scott Fishbowl. Oh, man, that's impressive. Oh, oh, that, that's a winner right there. That's, a late, that's a late one. Too. Joe, Joe, that is going to be the hot man on uh, on waivers week one in, in Scott Fishbowl. No, no, I already, I already put my bid in. Is, <laughs> already sitting
1: there waiting. is Joe talking about James Robinson or Calloway? Calloway. All right. Yeah, Joe, oh, is that maybe. is that Robinson oh, or Callaway? I, I think it was Robinson because he, he he's usually a, There he is. That's uh, my man right like, there. All right, Joe. all
0: right. There we go. Yeah, he'll be bitten he'll be bidding, he'll be bidding <laughs> with the rest of us on Marquez Callaway. He's talking about Robinson, but that's a that's a hell of a pick too, Joe. We we love that one too. Awesome. All right, Nick, what made you fall on your face this week? Crash and burn. Give it to me.
2: Well fell on my face. I went to Florida for a work trip last week and I came back uh, five times. I came back 5, 10 pounds heavier, so I just went to the liquor store today, and I bought a 24-pack of Bud Light Seltzer it's because they're only 100 calories, and that's not a shameless plug. Where's your man card? Uh, it's, at, at the, man. It's, at the, it's in my laundry right now. <laughs> he left it there. He, he oh. washed it. All <laughs> right, Andy, what do you it's got all, for me? Great, right, I'm curious
1: as to what you got for me. My, my Well, my crash and burn has nothing to do with Lazy River, but it will have to do with being down at Cape May for the week. I actually fell asleep on the beach with my hat on and if anyone could see i have like a s- sunburn across my head uh, and i have sun poisoning on my nose i'm gonna have to wear a hat for the rest of uh vacation just to do it you've itself. never
0: taken that hat off
1: i d- i didn't and it, it now i have a huge line going across my head i'll be there next week uh, <laughs> nice Where all right my cra- my
0: cra- my creation burn isn't that bad because it, i kind of signed off on it before it happened <laughs> but I told my wife a long time ago, we have a par of eight living things in this house, right? And now we're back up to par with a dog. Number three has, has entered the building. Um, but the crash and burn on it is you guys, everybody out there. I put up everywhere. I killed myself on Twitter to try to get this poll to name the dog. Nobody had my back. This, the dog named that one was stupid. And then the family changed it anyway. So if you uh, voted, if you voted for the name Freya, it didn't win. None of the choices won. The dog's name's Luna. All right. <laughs> all right. Who's pissed off this week? Who wants to start off being angry? Because I, I'm feeling good. So Andy's it, it's not really one. for me. Now, you, you go, so go first. Who's got you the go, rant?
2: You go first. All right. Nick? So I, I like doing home drafts. I have a. I did my first one yesterday. It's a long-standing, 13-year league with a bunch of high school buddies. We do every year. Um, we couldn't meet in person, couldn't find a date. So we did a Google sheet and, uh, we zoomed. So I had picked six as a keeper. I had Gibson in the 14th and Waller in the six. So I'm like, all right, I'll take uh, Eckler or Chubb at six and I'll go from there. We're sitting there. McCaffrey goes one, no shock. And I'm sitting there, I'm <laughs> looking at my phone, expecting to see, I think it was Camaro as the next best back. And I see Robert Woods, number two. And everybody just stopped and stared for a second. And I said, Pick submitted. Keep going. We, we kept going. Robert Woods is the number two pick. So I got Devontae Adams at six. And then because I had Gibson.
0: Yeah. So what that is, is your classic case of somebody that needs to fill their roster before they start their bench players. And they're not taking the best player available. So no. they. Oh, wait. But they, uh, took, uh, Adams, they took Woods Adams. over Adams. Adams? Come on. Yeah, that, yeah. All right. That's your classic case yeah. of a crackhead right there. That's and then awesome.
2: flipping. Oh. Round two, his 2-3 two, turn, he took Rob Gronkowski. All right. Free okay. donation.
1: Good job. So yeah. everyone's favorite nation. that's
2: the thing with these home leagues. You will study, study, study. I mean, we've been doing drafts for months. And then you have people now, they're going to pick up magazines. They're going to look at names, not realize who's on what team. And I'll take this guy. It's going to screw up your ADP. It's going to screw up your rankings. Just go into these drafts fluid and ready to adapt with any crazy – anything crazy. I've I actually – thankfully i just convinced my one home league to go to superflex so i'm very excited about that with pick five
0: nice zero home leagues my dude that's what it comes down I, to i enjoy them zero
2: i like taking them I, on I it.
0: don't want to deal with the stupidity i don't want to deal with the drama i don't want to collect money i'm actually done now i i'm over 20 drafts in and i'm done but i'm gonna find a way to get an ffpc not, or an ffc or something along yet. those lines you're not done all right. Yeah, I know. I know. I'll find, I'll find more. I'll find more. I'll find more. But it's going to be against the best of the best. I'm not going to dra- draft against my my little cousin from Utica over there. So yeah, why not? It's free money. Pretty much because I don't have a little cousin from Utica.
1: <laughs> but all right, Andy, what do you got? You mad? I'm not mad. A little uh, disgruntled. First, I will say, any lady that has PCOS and is having trouble having a baby, it's very difficult. We were going through it. We had a miracle with my little man upstairs who doesn't like the the, the podcast. But I'm still, like, we're, 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 we're attempting a second one. So the alarm goes off on vacation at 6 a.m. Wife wakes me up and goes, go watch porn. I opened up the thing. <laughs> there, there's actually some lube in there. So I'm having a great time. I'm like, all right, there's some lube in here. I can get going. And then all of a sudden, I'm done. And I'm getting ready to go to the doctor. And then all of a sudden, I get her aunt going. How was the doctor? Wink, wink. And then her parents were like, how'd everything go? Like uh, the entire house knew. And I'm just like, (laughs) dude, I was like, everything flew flew good. I hope everything swims well. And I don't know. I'm just a little shocked that everyone knows about it. I'm like trying to keep it quiet. It was embarrassing. So much pressure getting up at 6 a.m. with lube. All right, I'm done.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I didn't expect that. (laughs) Wow. man!
0: (laughs) Pressure. We. I don't know if the viewership wow. just spiked or, or plummeted, <laughs> one of the two. Oh, boy. Wow. All
2: right.
0: All right, Nick. All uh, right. Um, so, so basically, yeah. <laughs> the preseason is in full swing now, so we have some actual news and notes. So let's go through a couple things that happened this week that we're kind of focused Whoa. on and how they're affecting the fantasy landscape. So starting with today. Uh, there was a trade. The Rams
2: acquired Sony Michelle. Do the Rams have any more picks? They hate picks. I don't understand where their picks are coming from.
0: Yeah, I, I think they borrowed them from somebody else to to trade them. So, oh, Di- Di- Diana's in the chat room, so we're in trouble now. Uh okay. crap. Oh, crap. <laughs> Andy's a goner. <laughs> All right, so Sony Michelle. I actually, I I'm in a. I told you guys about the relegation league that I'm in. That's four leagues, and and you get relegated, kind of, kind of uh, like a soccer setup. And I was on the clock in the 15th round when I heard it, so I snatched up Sony Michelle. And I'll tell you my opinion on that after you tell me yours, Nick. What do you th- What do you think? What are you downgrading Henderson? I'm upgrading not- Upgrading Michelle? Do they pass each
2: other? Where well, you, one, of, where well the one completely off the board now is Xavier Jones. He's he's gone. Yeah, he there's no value anymore there. Um, I don't know. I like Henderson, but I think Michelle's going to have some good value there. It'll be interesting right. to see how they play. And I think, I mean, he's got to activate to the offense, of course. But uh, I wouldn't downgrade Henderson really. I would, I would definitely spike up Michelle. He's going to get the playing time now on a great offense. He's the winner here, right? I,
0: I, personally, I think there's room for close to 200 touches each. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think this is one of the situations where, where Michelle had a act actually had a chance to, to move to the front of the line, uh, uh, of a running back room. We talked about it earlier in, in the off season that Henderson, they, they were going to bring in somebody, some veteran somewhere, because even last year, like, like they say, Oh, we love him. We love him. We love him. But. Brown was getting touches like like it, it they just found yeah. a way to take the touches away from Henderson they like him as a second back and that's mm-hmm. what he truly is that's he's he not a first it. and second down back
2: no and let's not forget the other side of the ball here the Patriots ramondre Stevenson's a winner Damien Harris is a winner
0: I got I got many many ramondre Stevenson he's uh, I, I
2: have been, have, you've seen him he's been crushing it this preseason yep. he looks fast he looks good he looks agile. Uh, he's gonna play a role in offense, right?
0: I, I personally, to re- to wrap this up, I think we're gonna see a flip flop. I think Sony Michelle is gonna go to the sixth or seventh round, and you're gonna see Henderson fall to about the eighth, and that's what it is. It'll 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 be an overdraft on Michelle. I wouldn't do that. Oh, I won't. Um, I won't he's basically you. he he's got some like unnatural stuff happening in his knee, like all kinds of bone on bone friction. Uh, Andy, you Never know a little it. bit about bone on bone <laughs> after six a.m., right? But oh man, but, too, but too soon, too soon, yeah, too soon. F- five minutes later, so I, I'm kind of I'm kind of out on Michelle at where he's going to be drafted, and I've been out on Henderson since since uh the beginning. So that's where I'm at. You agree with that, Nick?
2: Yeah, um, yeah. Hend- Michelle's going to be way overdrafted. Uh, Henderson might slip a little bit. Depends where he goes. And then again, onto the New England side, Damian Harris and Stevenson, pretty good value picks right there. And don't forget James White. Yeah, He's lurking, our, he's lurking. Our, our
0: buddy Clueless Lou is in the chat room. He says he says that uh Damian Harris is gonna shoot up the draft boards. No, he will. 100%. I, I think that's the case, but do we still but are we gonna trust Belichick and, and, no. and really think it's gonna be a thing? I don't trust Belichick. Jonas Gray. <laughs> there yeah, the well, we, uh, we we yeah. we can't forget that. All right. So, bigger news was Travis ATN out for the year. List Frank already on IR. It's a done deal. Not coming back. Andy uh, in in his victory lap talked to us about James Robinson and how he was drafting him. Nick, where do you see Robinson being drafted now? And are there any other winners or losers in this
2: in this situation? Robinson mid to mid to late second round right now. He's damn. right. He is right at the oh, border with Joe damn. I
1: was getting him in the ninth.
2: Right at the oh. border with Joe Mixon. Him and Mixon, I think you're oh. identical.
1: Oh, wow.
2: That's, that's where he's going to go. I have two ways
0: why I want to shoot this down and say that I, I, I don't think that that's a smart thing to do. But it's going to happen. The second round is not smart. The third no. round I don't even think is smart. Here's why. Because I truly believe that Carlos Hyde was going to play anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay? He's great in pass protection. And what is going on in Jacksonville right now? Right? Disaster. No a crappy offensive line. And a rookie golden boy quarterback. So, what do you need to do? You need to have your running back be great in pass protection. And Carlos Hyde is that. And you know who knows about that from his days in Ohio State? His coach. So, he wasn't brought there on accident. Carlos Hyde's going to play. So, I really don't think there's that much. Carlos Hyde is obviously going to be the biggest winner out, out of the two because he's going from a, you know, maybe three to five touch per game role to an eight to 10 touch per game per game yeah. role i i truly believe but in my opinion the big winner here is going to be twitter's favorite jaguar la visca Chanot, because he will be manning all of those vacated slot snaps that atn was going to steal from him and he was and lining up he's going to go too. back to a full-time role and i think he's going to be we, we were saying the opposite just a week ago when we were saying Marvin Jones was the best
2: receiver on the team for fantasy,
0: and it's going to flip-flop and get all the Chenault you can now, and it's too late for me. I, they're I gonna be, missed on it.
2: They're going to be losing so much. They're going to be in shootouts, and they're going to have to throw it. Yeah, team that, that I for Trevor Lawrence. And they were saying back in December what a, what a crime it was for the Jets to be tanking for him. He went to a worse situation. Yeah, isn't that a shame? Right, It, it is. It, he's it, it blows my mind.
0: All right. Let's talk about the New Orleans Saints a little bit. Word came out basically this morning. It looks like Bridgewater. That's not That's, that's not that's, the Saints. He was a Saint. <laughs> <laughs> he was a Saint. Yeah, I wrote the wrong name. Uh, looks like Jameis Winston won the job, right? I, it's it's awesome. pretty evident. Obviously, Taysom Hill is going to be on the, on the field. Mm-hmm. What do we think that this has an effect on fantasy? with Winston in the posi- in the
2: position. Well, obviously it helps Callaway. That's a, that's a given. Uh Traquan, I think he's still hurt. And I think Kamara gets that big boost because with Taysom Hill, I mean, he's still going to see the field, but Jameis is not going to run every 5 seconds like Hill would attempt to. Right. So, give give yourself a boost of Kamara. He's he's back in the RB3 fold. Right. Um and, and the, the other thing too is Taysom Hill
0: was not not just running on the goal line. He just never checked down. He thought that you know he runs around like a crazy person and thinks he can make every single throw. So he just never checked down. And, mm-hmm. and Jameis, if he's learned anything from the 30 for 30 days, hopefully he's 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 gonna bring some of that back. Andy, yeah, I know had LASIK. Yeah, LASIK. You, I, I know you just drafted Winston a few minutes ago, Andy. So you're you're buying into
1: it. You're feeling good about it? Yeah, round round 13 and uh the, the super flex uh I'm very happy. Right, uh, he's he's my third quarterback, so I'm I'm good in, in
0: a league with ints as a negative category. Well done. <laughs> now <laughs> thirteen, right, so, okay, all right. So, so 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 let's fix my uh my wrong here and let's talk about Teddy Bridgewater, who looks like he also won the job. He did. So what what's what's the uh, general consensus that you're thinking, fantasy impact for the Denver Broncos there? Jerry
2: Judy to the moon. That's what I'm thinking. Jerry Judy to the moon. He loves Judy. He's going to hit him left and right. Okay. I, I think can't Cortland's, disagree with I that. I think Cortland Sutton takes a dip, and I think Judy takes a big rise.
0: Yeah. Uh, Drew Locke is more of a big arm kind of guy, so that kind of favored Sutton. Mm-hmm. Judy's a, a, a good slot slot receiver underneath. Amazing,
2: amazing route runner. Uh,
0: what about my guy, Noah Fant? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He Noah can, Fant, he a possible career year. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater is known for the check down. He likes the intermediate routes. He had I, Kyle I, Rudolph I, back in Minnesota when he was breaking out. Yes, I think there's something there. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, so the last quarterback job that is still kind of up in the air but looks like it got a little bit of clarity. What do you think about New England?
2: I think uh, Mac Jones is he's running away with it. I, I just find it weird how last season Tyrod Taylor gets his lung punctured and Her- Justin Herbert runs in and now Cam Newton misunderstood a covid protocol and now Mac Jones is running with the job. So it's like back to back years we're having a medical issue. But I think Mac Jones is the I think he's the guy. It looks good. I think Bill's going to roll him out week 1.
0: Yeah, I, I have Cam as my uh QB3 in the Scott Fish bowl, so I desperately want him to win the job at least for the short term. Uh but I'm totally stoked about a quarterback wearing number 50. So I'm down with Mac Jones. Yeah, <laughs> and, and he tradition, he basically tradition. Mac Jones is basically built like me. So I, I, I'm cool with the dad bod uh quarterback. Smoking a cigar, dad bod. Yep. <laughs> cigar part's the best part. Right. Yep, definitely. All right, guys. Let's let's uh let's transition back. We started this week uh the, the stack attack rotisserie football league, right? And we're gonna expand on this next year and add additional divisions to it and add a little bit of a, uh, charitable component to it, which we'll talk about next week a little bit deeper. Um, but we started the draft and we're in round, what did you say, Andy, we're in round 13 now already. Yeah. A couple of the yep. guys that are in the league are, are, are in the chat room right now. Uh, notably, uh, so, some of our favorite, um, Guests that we've had on in the past, uh, Micah Henry at fantasy central one, he he's in the league and our, our, our main dude, Josh Lyskowitz from uh pro football focus. We love that guy. Um, he he's, he's doing great in that and he's killing me and, and snaking every <laughs> single one of my picks. So the league sets up as we draft it's 18 rounds. We draft one quarterback, two running backs, two receivers, one tight end, two flex, two super flex, and then eight to the bench, okay? No kickers, no defenses, and it's rotisserie style where the categories are eight categories, passing yards, passing touchdowns, interceptions, rushing yards, receiving yards, receptions, touchdowns, non-throwing, and first downs, non-throwing, okay? So, Andy, let's start with your team. What kind of strategy did you come in with and were you able to execute it? And let's talk through some of your picks and let's uh, kind of critique this thing and see what Roto football looks like. Because truth be told, nobody in this league had any idea what to do with this because nobody's ever done it before,
1: including us. Even during the draft, a lot of people were like, oh, like, really? Oh, it's not head-to-head? Oh, yeah, why'd you it, do that? Was, oh, oh, is this tight end it, premium? No, it's Roto. Is it six points for a touchdown? So that, no, it's that Roto. Was, so so <laughs> it, it was a little – different and I was uh, a little shocked I went a different route uh, I normally you know obviously we, we have a chance to start three quarterbacks at a time and obviously doing that will take away from other stats but I uh, was picking out a ninth spot I, I couldn't pass up on Mahomes he was there on ninth I, I was I was taking him and although I think that a Lamar Jackson type Kyler Murray type will be a little better because they'll get you close to you know a lot a lot more rushing yards I feel like taking the elite quarterback in the, the elite offense was the way to wrap, the way they go yeah but um, here here's the
0: thing that Mahomes adds INTs are a negative category he doesn't throw many INTs uh your passing yards are going to be through the roof he runs he rushes for first downs you you're, you're going to hit every category with him 100% so well done, man. Like that that's basically a seven category guy.
1: And what I did was uh my second quarterback I took in the fifth round was Jalen Hurts, who gives me that uh running ability. And I know you like that pick. Yes. And you know, a chance to really uh be solid this year. So I, I like pairing them up together. And obviously ending uh Winston with his fifty interceptions, as uh Brian says, uh, you know, as my third quarterback in the thirteenth round, I'm okay with uh normally i like to obviously if anyone's listened to these podcasts know i like to fade the wide receiver as late as i can and i did it all the way up to i think around four i uh round six i took tyler lockett uh what i did was i went different i went with a, a top tight end in the third round with kittle uh which i normally don't do and then uh i went with uh Jonathan Taylor, who I was actually thinking about taking at the ninth pick overall because I still love him, and uh, I know Nick does too. I was thinking about taking him ninth, but he slid to me in the second round, so I I took him in the second round. I went with a a guy who has never burned me, but he's burned other people, Joe Mixon, in the third round. So I I went with a a different – and then I added my favorite guy in round seven Especially after that Instagram thing came out with uh Jamar Chase. Tyler Boyd. That's my boy. I've been telling you about that there, for weeks. There there's no word out there about this. Nothing, this
0: is quiet. Nothing. So yeah, I, I don't know if it's weird. gonna go
1: anywhere, but it's there. I like him anyway. I told you he's getting 120 targets. He's in that slot. Burroughs will be running for his life because they pass on the on the tackle in the first round. Mistake. And, yep. He's he's gonna get some extra receptions. So uh, I, you know, I'm just filling out the the team like that. Uh, another guy I got, my three wide receivers I got, I love them all. Michael Pittman in round nine is a steal. He's going to be a monster this year. And I've been saying that for weeks now. And anyone who's doing their home drafts, make sure you get him. So other than that, you know, I'm just filling out some guys, obviously some uh, fan favorites like we love Marvin Jones. I, I took him late. So, I, I like the overall thing. I, I try to go a lot of running backs. I got Gus bust from RU that my boy likes over here. And, uh, you know, I, I think I, I'm doing pretty well. We'll see how it goes. All right. Nice. Nice. All right, Nick. Nick, before we
0: talk about your team, tell me a little bit about that Jamar Chase Instagram post.
2: Because that was just a passing thing. It didn't, it didn't really come out much. I'm not sure. His uh, pregnant girlfriend posted something about putting hands on. I don't know. It, it went nowhere.
0: Yeah, it said pretty lame, right? Yeah. T- putting your hands on your pregnant girl. Something like that. So right. I I don't know. But, but you, that's you were... that's the thing with all these investigations of domestic violence in sports, it's always several months after the actual incident before it really goes public. And we might have gotten some a little bit of a heads up before something's going down. You know? He's, he's and, off my and... he's
2: off my draft list.
0: Yeah. Uh, this might be an opportunity to go hit the sports book and bet some unders on him too. I am gonna yeah. have
1: to check that out later on. And it doesn't matter because
0: I, I, I was doing it was
1: anyway. So the beat the beat writer from Cincy was saying that he can't even get separation from the He's DSC dropping past everything. You know, so Boyd is the guy. I'm
0: in, I buy it, Andy. I buy it's okay. it. He took a year off. I'm the big okay. guy. All right. All right. Bye. Nick, let's do your team, man, and, and then you guys could crush mine. So all
2: right. Fair enough. <laughs> Uh, started at six. I took Zeke. I think Zeke is rapidly rising, and uh, I'm in. He had a he crushed it the year, before not last year, but the year before last. And he's fully healthy. The team's healthy. Line's healthy. Dak is hopefully back. Um, after him, took my boy Eckler. So I went running back, running back. Uh had shocker. to. <laughs> shocker, shocker. But um, yeah. After that, but seeing quarterbacks starting to go off the board, I uh, wanted to get in on the bunch. I took Justin Herbert. Uh, Actually, I took Zach Wilson later on in the draft as my second quarterback because I just wanted a share of Zach Wilson somewhere. But don't have the scramble quarterback, which kind of hurts me. This draft completely – because I'm drafting in a way almost like I normally would draft, but then you got to consider, like you just said, the mobile quarterbacks. Lamar, you know, hurts. Cam Newton, if he started, could have been a good option. So maybe Zach Wilson runs a little bit. Fields, if he starts, he could be a good option so that mobile quarterback gives you a lot more tools versus like a traditional baseball hey it's a four or five tool player like you just said Mahomes can be an eight tool player he's that much more valuable I don't um, know how many receptions Mahomes getting so he might get he, <laughs> might, get, he might get he might get one <laughs> Brett, Brett farms first complete clear his own completion right um receiver wise I took um I took some sleepers I took Cooks I took T Higgins with uh the whole Chase news um and then I took Allen Robinson and Robert Woods uh Rallying off there. For my starters, took John Woo, Jamal Williams, Nico Collins. Um, taking some upside flyers there. I think Nico Collins is gonna hit double digit touchdowns this year. Wow. So he to jump in. Wow. I think Brandon Cooks leads the Texans in yards. And I think Nico Collins hits double digit touchdowns. Wow. You I, gotta I, say well, you gotta, I say, gotta with, find uh, a
1: way to bet on that. Oh, yeah. Like, my with, digit God. with Mac Jones, I think he's gonna use Johnu a lot more too. He is. Oh, he I is. Know, rookie, know. Safety
2: blanket. And we've been a John after- guy
1: from the beginning, even with Cam.
2: Let's go back to these days when Mark Sanchez was the quarterback. Dustin Keller was a huge popular target. Rookies, they go to the tight end. Right. And unfortunately, Cam Newton, if he was, I think he still would have hit Jono because he had the uh, the Greg Olson days. Greg Olson was putting up fantasy career numbers. I think John O could have done the same.
0: With them. Yeah. P- Pig Bird says, "I don't even know if the entire Texans are going to score. Well, they got to throw touchdowns. the ball because they're losing seventy freaking
1: points every game." <laughs> Yo, breaking news! I just got a text from my mom saying my wife's going to kill me. So I don't know what's going to happen next week, but I might not be here. <laughs> oh man, Nick might not be here
2: either. I might be
1: flying solo.
2: So low. Oh my god, having Bud like Solo, you just
0: don't know Yeah. <laughs> all right let's roast my team i i got lucky enough to get the 101 which i did not want i wanted the 104 because you guys know i wanted travis kelsey but i didn't get him so my plan of attack was basically i wanted to get players that did something out of the ordinary that they were exceptional at that wasn't what their position was supposed to be for so i wanted running backs that are very high uh reception I wanted quarterbacks that are big runners, et cetera, like Andy spoke about earlier. And then if I succeeded at that, I wanted to take my wide receivers. I don't care about these little PPR guys. I wanted down the field, heavy yardage, touchdown scoring uh, uh, wide receivers. So here's how it worked out. Obviously at the one-on-one, I ended up with with uh, Mahomes – not Mahomes – with CMC, I was going to take Mahomes and somehow he slid to number nine. I think this whole draft would have been different because mm-hmm. nobody knew what they were doing. If I would have went Mahomes number yeah. number one, mm-hmm. everything would have went different. But when I took CMC number one, I think that cha- changed Quarter- the course of the whole draft. Sort of, quarterbacks sort of flew up. Right. So at the 2-3 turn, I double, double dipped on quarterback Ooh. and went with Lamar Jackson and Dak Prescott. Now, I know that Dak's is- hurt, but I figured that Dak makes up for the low passing volume of Lamar with very high 5,000-yard upside, so they kind of counteract each other. So it's like I got two 4,000-yard quarterbacks, yeah, but I got a 1,000-yard rushing guy out of Lamar at, at the, on the other end. Dak should also be way up there in passing uh, touchdowns, which Lamar will lack in a little bit and they kind of counteract that there as well. So they make for a good team to each other. Um, At the next turn, I went with Mike Evans. Like I said, I wanted uh, wide receivers that were end zone beasts, and he's one of them. Uh, I'm not really worried about what his catch total is going to be. But Miles Gaskin I took because I know he's going to catch 50 passes. So that kind of uh, balances out with that. After that, my next turn was Claypool and Beckham. Same thing touchdown hogs right uh at the eight nine turn two of my favorite players in any format this year trey sermon and noah Fant. Noah Fant, we'll talk about in a few minutes he's one of my favorite tight ends this year 100 um and then i just took advantage of uh sony michelle being on the clock at that moment and probably might have been a little bit of an overdraft Uh, mike williams is one of my favorite players for this year and then i started dipping into the bat to the uh, to the backups, I took Daniel Jones as my third quarterback. Same thing, I, you know. I'm 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 not going to play three quarterbacks all the time with him being the third because he throws interceptions, and I don't want to mess with that as a negative category. But he does offer the rushing upside, uh, and he could be a big big uh, contributor uh, from a yardage perspective in the air too. So I'll take that, and then I just took a as as a backup tight end that I really don't have much intention of using that much. So roast me. I feel pretty good about it. My it's notes not, are flying not all over the place. It's not bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I, I mean I, I figured I created the damn format, so I should have some kind of plan.
2: I like the
0: uh I like the quarterback thing you did, Lamar yeah. Dak. It, it would it would feel a lot better if Dak was healthy,
1: but he'll play week one. So yep. All right. Don't don't sell yourself short on uh Kasiki. I like that guy. Yeah, he's, he's going to have a – I know you don't think he's in the right system and everything, but did you see him throw the ball from the front of his house, run through his house and catch it? That was skills. That was on impressive. YouTube, yeah, come on. Not many people could do that. So if he could do that, <laughs> Tua can hit him too then. Uh, Tua can
0: hit both of them. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, so let's start talking some tight ends. We already ran through our quarterback episode, running back episode, wide receiver episode. So let's do some – Tight ends now, I guess. Um, You guys all know uh, I'm Kelsey, ride or die this year, and and I'm setting myself up for it. I have so many shares. But the bottom line for me is if you look at Kelsey and Waller, whoever's number three, if it is a healthy Kittle, if it's Andrews, if somebody like Hawkinson steps up, they're going to be 50% of Kelsey and Waller, and you have to admit that. That's just what it is. Nobody was even 50% of Kelsey and Waller last year. They they didn't get there. So I look at it this way. I'm going to take Kelsey as my tight end in the first round, and I'm going to compare what your tight end is with my wide receiver three, right? because that's how it's going to work out. When you take a running back or a wide receiver, and I didn't, we're comparing wide receiver threes and your wide receiver three is not going to be 50%. Mine's not going to be 50% less than yours. I'm going to hit it and it's going to work. And it's going to be a Mike Williams or a Will Fuller or somebody like that. And it's going to work out and I'm going to be right there. So I'm going to have a huge advantage over everybody except for the Waller owner in a head to head matchup. And I love it. And I'm I'm going to keep on doing it. Uh, the bottom line is too, you can even say, Oh, but Three wide receivers, et cetera. Um, we could start five because we have two flexes. Well, guess what? I'm going to beat you to your flex because I'm going to have four starting running backs on my team before you get to your third and maybe even before you get to your second. Because I have so much Mike Davis, I have so much Trey Sermon, and these guys are going to make it. So when you pair, when you go real heavy running back and go zero wide receiver, but you know the player pool, Kelsey in the first or Waller in the second works. And I sign off on it. There, there's no scenario where I'm going to tell you not to take Kelsey in the first round if you pick fourth or later. So that's my two cents. Anyone want to uh, argue with me on that or just kind of
2: go with it? Kelsey is a first-round pick. Yep. Uh, His ADP I
0: mean, is nine at this point.
2: Yeah. he. Um, so I had him last night. He actually almost made it back to me at six in the second round, and I was going to use him as a flex with Waller. Like You're still talking I, about home drafts? Come on! You, you, I'm just Come saying on, you can't man. you can't pass it by Kelsey. Yeah. I want to know,
1: uh, it, Jeff. Is it a coincidence that we're talking about tight ends on the same day that uh of my rant? I just don't know. I mean, yeah. That, I, I did mean, you I made a little. Up? I made a facial. Exp- <laughs> I made a facial expression. <laughs> I thought you picked up on it, but apparently uh, you didn't. It, so. it was in my head. It was my head.
0: Okay, all right, literally. All right. all right. All right. So obviously, you know, like like Nick said, it, it's it's. Home league season now, you know, all all of the all of the uh dinos and all that are, are are behind most people. There's not too many tight end premium drafts coming anymore. We're basically looking at a standard one QB, two running back, three wide receiver, one tight end, and one maybe two flex setup, as we're talking about that. Because everybody that's listening from this point on, that's what they're drafting, right? So Nick, do you advocate Waller in the second round at the maybe at the two three turn? Is that something you would feel comfortable doing?
2: Uh, two three turn 100%. I think, I think mid two is about the range. I would look at Waller. Um, I think if you start a draft at say Zeke at five and you get Waller in the second, I think that's a home run start. Um, especially with home drafts, if you take Kelsey, Waller, Kittle. Um, you're not taking another tight end at all. There's no there's no reason to waste a roster spot in a backup tight end. Same thing goes with quarterback. You're taking Mahomes. You're taking Lamar. There's no reason – or Allen Murray. There's no reason to take a second person in that position. Just stock your bench with more position players because, hey, your guy gets hurt, you got extra bench pieces to trade. Right. So um, there
0: there's actually your argument against taking Kelsey in the first. So you just said Zeke Waller. Is that better than Kelsey Gibson? I think so. They both work. That's tough. That's tough. I think they're both solid strategies. They both Pick work. I'm
2: I, I mean, I feeling nah. good
0: about I if you give me either of those starts, I am in.
2: Yeah. Or if Kittle and then a second or early third. No, if you can keep that, him. Uh, keep him. I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want that.
0: We don't know. We don't know the QB situation. That's an unknown. So you're betting on something to happen that you don't know what whether or not it's going to be ha- happening and he's coming off of an injury riddled season it's just not for me that's all not in the third round not for me
1: Andy Kittle third round I just took him in the third round so what am I gonna say uh no <laughs> um, yeah i mean yeah. I, I took him I, I wanted to get a top top uh, tie end I think that I think the quarterback is going to uh, it doesn't matter. I think they're gonna look for him no matter who it is. Obviously, you know, he's gonna be healthy coming in. I I'm gonna take a shot. It's Rip. it's Roto. I don't know what I'm doing. Let's go. I'm the baseball guy.
0: Well, we're not even talking about that anymore. So All right. but the, the, the fact that neither of you were really pounding the table for Ayuk or for Debo last week, I'll give you Kittle then. So so you're you're kind of backing up your own words there. So I'll I'll take it and We'll sign off on on Kittle in the third round. What about Kyle Pitts in a redraft situation? It's
2: going too with high. ADP fifty eight. He's going too high. I don't know. It's a rookie.
1: A rookie is a rookie. Is a
2: rookie. I don't know. How often a rookie tight ends come in and blow up the league? Never. Never. I, I mean Kelsey granted. didn't even do it. No, I, yeah, I don't see do it. it. I'm staying away. The ADP is too high.
0: Yeah, I, I actually I wouldn't even rank him as my fourth tight end. I I, I think I would put him about seventh. Yeah, zero and shares. I I, zero. I don't really draft in that area. I, I I honestly, Nick, I think that his ADP is so high because everybody just did rookie drafts and rookie drafts and dynasty startups and everything. So Pitts was embedded into our brains. And now you just like, oh, I didn't get a share. I gotta get a share. I gotta get a share. I gotta get a share. And you end up doing this, and it's just not the right thing to do in redraft at this point. Not not at that price. I wouldn't do it. Most
1: college stud tight ends don't have to block. And then they come into the pros and have to block. You know, that's that's where they they have their difficulties. Well, yeah. we're
0: we're yet to see how they're actually gonna use him because he really kind of played as more of a more of a uh, Wide receiver at, at the University of Florida, and he was always in space. He w- he was always wide open, 100 percent of the time. Um, I, I I don't know if he's going to have to have those assignments so much. Uh, it, that but just what you said, the fact that that might exist is reason enough for me to stay away. And I'm not just gonna. I'm just not going to do it. I'm not. Too pricey, too I think pricey. I have one share in a redraft so far. All right. Next on the block is a guy I know that both of you have had some interest in. About eight spots later is Hawkinson with an ADP of 64. And at the same time, you could tell me where you put Hawkinson versus Mark Andrews, who is at ADP 65. So they're being drafted exactly the same.
2: So which one of those you like? So Hawkinson, I probably would take more just because he's going later. And he's probably the wide receiver one in Detroit right now, besides Amon Ross St. Brown. Right. But isn't um, it
0: the same situation in Baltimore?
2: It is. It is. Um, honestly, there's Sammy Watkins right now. Sammy Watkins. He's a healthy receiver. That boy good. So, I mean, <laughs> who would rather catch passes from Lamar Jackson or Jared Goff? Right. And did Jared Goff have a good tight end in uh, L.A.? No. He, did I he mean, have a number one tight end? I mean, he had decent tight ends. He had Higgins. What? What? Oh, we'll what fall, put, well, we'll what we'll fall, are they putting well. up high-end numbers?
0: Well, he ha- and he had he had Gerald Everett too, who I'm a big fan of, but he never really. I mean, he no. had so many offensive weapons. It was it was checkdown city for the tight end. They were the third, fourth option.
2: It was, and now he's probably the first option in Detroit. Right. All right. So, gun to your head, Hawkinson and or Andrews, or and neither. Not- Hawkinson just because of the later ADP. I think Andrews. they produce similar. They're the same. I the same yeah, same. Andrews. Yeah, all right. Yeah, same I, Andrews. All right.
1: I'll
2: take Andrews and the same ADP. You just switched. All right. I'm taking neither.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, you said gun to head. We did choose one.
2: Right. So
0: I, if you put a gun to my head and say you want to or that, I say I don't want anything. Get me and leave me alone. So you're
1: gone. <laughs> don't shoot. <laughs> I'd rather right. wait a little bit. If I don't get the top three, I'd rather wait a little bit at this point.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. All right. There's a big fall off then of about two rounds. And then you get to Dallas Goddard. Are we scared yeah. that Zach Ertz is still on the team?
2: No. I, I'm Not sorry. Yes. Yes. I'm, yes. yes. I'm sorry. Yes, you better be I was scared. the wrong thing there. Yo, yeah. That's er- like
1: one of, that's one of my super sleepers, is Zach Ertz. I, I think yeah, him and him and Ertz. Uh, I mean, Ertz and Hurts uh, together are going to... Ertz and Hurts. Oh, yeah, th- it's going to be really nice. I, they, have Hertz good, Hertz. they have a nice little connection. Got
0: Hurts when I Ertz.
1: Yeah, I think Hurts
0: yeah. um, is a value. Well, the, the problem with Ertz is, number one, he's scared to get tackled. And number two is, like, he's the least physical player in the world. He gets open, but then he catches the ball and falls on the ground. He has no run after the catch ability whatsoever. Right. No so. Yet. Goddard does exactly the opposite. He's physical, he's big, and he's a strong dude, and he can get away. So they kind of do opposite things. Philadelphia tends to use a lot of two tight end sets, so they're both going to be on the field. But I I tend to agree with both of you that I'm just going to stay away from Goddard as much as I can because all all offseason,
2: Goddard's been drafted as if Ertz was already gone, Yeah, but he's still here. Yep. The rumors were flying all offseason. Hertz is being traded. Hertz is being traded. He's still there.
0: Right. All right. We got we got a quick quarterback question in oh, the for chat. You. This is for you. I, and I'm going to answer it very honestly. Hertz in the eighth or two in the ninth? This is a fantasy league. It's not real life. You take Hertz in the eighth 100% of the time. He has 800 yard rushing upside to a dozen. To his upside, if everything works out great, is 400 rushing yards. Uh, He'll probably throw for more yards. Um, He's definitely going to be much more efficient than Hurts, less interceptions, but Hurts is by far the better player for fantasy because he's a running back with the quarterback moniker. All right, back to tight ends. The next tier is uh, an either-or at 95 and 96 between Logan Thomas and Noah Fant.
2: I'm out on Logan Thomas. Give me Phant. Out? Why out? We've been out for a while. We've been out for a while on him. We're not Mm -hmm. touching him.
0: Right. Mm. The bottom line is that that Fitzpatrick is a gunslinger. He's going to throw the ball down the field all the time, even when his neck is broken and turned around (laughs) backwards. He did that. He did that. He is not doing this dink and dunk stuff, and Logan Thomas is not getting down the field. Not when you have Samuel and – you you have scary Terry man. It, it's not going to happen. He's going to be a fourth option here, so I, I'm just not interested. I don't think he's going to rep, replicate it. And a lot of people are saying that he's going to. Um, but I can tell you one thing: that Jeff's best bet of the week, the prop bet of the week, is Noah Fant over 650 and a half yards on FanDuel. Go hammer. hammer that right now. I don't That's like over. Bet- I don't like betting overs, but 650 yards. On DraftKings, it's 690 yards. That shows you the value you're getting in this bet, that another book is putting another 40 yards on top of it. So we're all in on Noah Fant this year. That's one of my guys. I'm loving the value there. I will take him over our guy uh, our, our guy uh, any day of the week, Logan Thomas. That's last year. This year's news is going to be Noah Fant. Cool. All right, Andy, I'm going to lean on you for the next either or. Both being drafted around 112, Tyler Higby and Mr. Tunyon.
1: Um, Higby all the way. Uh, I think he's going to break out this year. His value is going to be amazing. I think the quarterback upgrade, I've been saying this for six, seven weeks now, I think getting Stafford now, he's going to have so many weapons. I think he's going to be I think he's gonna break out. I think Stafford's gonna have a huge year. I think the the Rams are gonna have a huge year. Goff is garbage. And I, I think Higby's my man.
2: All right. Yeah. Yeah, Joel Everett's gone. So it's 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 only Higby there.
1: As he said in his article too.
2: Yeah. Yep. And uh well, I said six weeks ago.
0: I didn't I didn't we didn't publish the the tight end article yet. Yeah, but That's if you look cool. at him, that, but comes he, out tomorrow.
2: All right, <laughs> we to wanted them to. We wanted them to listen and watch first before we <laughs> give them the article. <laughs> but old Everett in there is uh, 2019. Higby he broke out. He had 89 targets. I mean, he had hurt injuries last year, but now he's. But Everett's gone, and now he's got Matt Stafford, the best quarterback he's ever Who played with.
1: to his tight end.
2: So right. look out. Uh, I think Higby's a great buy. All
0: right, I I'll I'll take Mike Kasicki, and you guys can tell me if I'm wrong. Uh, he's a slot receiver. He's not a tight end. They drafted number six overall, Jalen Waddle, who was the best slot receiver in the in the draft. He's going to take a lot of a lot of reps off this guy. They drafted Hunter Long, who's an inline blocking tight end that can do everything and is also a good pass catcher. Kasicki is a free agent at the end of the year. His role is on the decline. He is a Gasicki is a great great dynasty by because he's going to be with Trevor Lawrence next year. They have a huge <laughs> hole. They have a huge hole wow. in, in the position. And little known fact is Gasicki and Urban Meyer are very, very close. Gasicki actually, when he chose to go to Penn State, cried. And the first phone call he made was to Urban Meyer to apologize for not going to Ohio State. So these guys are coming back together. Jacksonville has nothing at the position. Oh. They wa- they waived Tim Tebow. Oh, so yeah. all options are on. Uh. <laughs> Sticky will be on Jacksonville next year. He is playing for a contract, so he's going to ball out when he's on the field. But I don't think he's going to see nearly the snap count that you saw last year. So I'm basically I'm only drafting him as a tight end, too, in situations where where I don't have Kelsey. Uh, like that league, the Roto League that we did, I drafted Noah Fant as my tight end one. I took Kasicki as my backup there, and that's the only way I'm drafting him this year, and that comes from a Dolphins fan. So take that for what it's worth. All right, your next either or is probably the easiest one out there for us. It's Janu Smith at 139 or Evan Ingram at the same ED Don't, oh, even
2: see Don't even say anybody else. Come on. Drops Evan
0: Ingram? Yep. Nothing to we, do with him this year. We love everything about Jonu this year. Yep. Everything and, about him. L- little injury scare. I think we're through that already.
2: Yeah. Um, uh, injury scare, we're dumb. But, uh, yeah, he's going to crush it. He's, he's going to crush it this year. Rookie, Hunter, Henry, Hunter Henry is not a concern. Rookie quarterback. Hey, on a side note, Jonu Smith had a rushing touchdown last year. That means uh, what? Absolutely nothing, but he had a rushing Six touchdown. points. It is six points.
1: <laughs> Whether it's
0: receiving or uh, He'll line up Absolutely
2: nothing. of is a fullback. A fullback. <laughs> Which is
0: what you're about to become. <laughs> all right. So, w- where are we at with Gronk, man? I love Gronk this year. I love you, him at yeah. an ADP of 153. Five months older than Mr. Kelsey. I'm all in, bro.
2: Not concerned about OJ Howard or uh, Cameron Bray? No, he's
0: 100% touchdown dependent. I know that if he doesn't score, he's basically going to be a zero. Yeah, you're right. I I I I you know Tom Brady does Tom he Brady doesn't him. recruit you out of out of Cabo for nothing, man. He wanted this guy on the team. Last year was an adjustment. He's going to get peppered with yeah, targets. He, man. he left
1: the WWE too, right? right. He did leave yeah. <laughs> He leave a
0: He was a 24 7 champion when he left. <laughs> yes. That was a huge yeah. missed opportunity for him to lose the 24 7 championship in the end zone after scoring a touchdown. Bad job WWE and NFL on that. That would have been fantastic. Absolutely. All right, Nick, one of the guys you talked about in your article was Troutman as one yes. of your sleepers. Yes. So what do you think about him? Tell me what, what you like or don't like about him. This so year.
2: he uh, he avoided a major injury scare, which is a huge relief. Um, I, I think he's going to play the Jimmy Graham role. Wow. He's six foot five. Peyton's going to try and do it. Uh, the Saints traded up to him in the third round last year 2020 draft that's important so when yep. somebody trades up especially the current coaching staff he's going to be involved so he is going absolutely late um all off the board he's undrafted in every home league i've seen but i think he's going to have some good flex enough he's gonna have some good tight end to value be able to fill in as a tight end one if we're we're zero tight ends here so if i'm taking Janu. I might take Troutman just a little later, just to see, you know, mix and match matchup play. I like him; he's a big guy, Jimmy Graham type role. I I, I have a feeling that
0: our our DFS live stream weekly that me and Andy are doing, we're going to talk about Troutman very often because he's yeah. going to be a value yeah. because he's being drafted right now as like the 18th tight end overall, so he's going to be one of these. Three thousand dollar like freebies at the end of your DFS lineup, and he's going to be a plug and play. Sometimes Winston's going to yeah. air it out, like we said. So, yep, well, and he's yeah, going to he, be um, he'll be in a situation where if he goes, if he goes four receptions for fifty yards, well, he's going to pay off his salary in DFS. And if you get the well, touchdown,
2: so boom. James James is drafted twenty sixteen, I believe, right? Let me let me just read the stat line off to you, Cameron Bright. 2016, eight touchdowns. 2017, six touchdowns. 2018, six touchdowns. I like it. Jameis Winston is now the quarterback, and Troutman is a uh, tight end. Five, five to ten touchdowns inbound. I like it. And you're we'll not, do.
0: you're you're not including o- OJ Howard in that either. No, I'm
2: not. I'm not. Uh, and
1: you're just talking about one guy. Plus, you're it. talking about less weapons too. Winston is going to probably lean on him a little more. Well, actually,
2: here. Here's O.J. Howard, 2017, six touchdowns. 2018, five touchdowns. Right. So he's throwing double-digit touchdowns at tight ends. So Trapman
1: can get eight touchdowns.
2: If he gets eight touchdowns, he's a steal. Yeah. Oh, man.
0: I, I I'm getting excited for DFS now because oh, I can't
2: yeah. I can't wait for still, this. <laughs> what, what, what's his price week one? He's going to be a great plug. Yeah, I,
0: I haven't started working on week one yet, and I know the pricing's up. I didn't start that yet. We're he's still playing the on uh,
2: if I'm not, if I'm mistaken, he's playing the Packers week one too. So that's going to be a shootout. Right. Nice. Nice. All right, Nick. Let's
0: let's uh, close it up with uh, the tight ends. Uh, a couple other sleepers. You interested in Cole Komet, and you mentioned uh, Gerald Everett before. Any of them or anybody else from your, you want to give a preview of your article that I might have left uh,
2: off? I, I think Cole Komet, we're a year away from him being uh, fantasy relevant, and uh, I think Everett's the same thing. I don't think he's going to be too much of an impact in Seattle. I feel like we try and draft the Seattle tight ends every year, and it just never pans out. True.
1: All right, real quick, real quick. Trapman's 4,600 on FanDuel.
0: <laughs> That's a hundred over over minimum, right? It's four forty one. Uh, Come on, it's, it's like four. Uh, but uh, but Andy, FanDuel, you need the touchdown.
1: Yeah, DraftKings,
0: yeah. where it's full PPR, and you could flex flex the extra tight end, and their minimum value is, I believe, three thousand. That's where I'm interested in them. Absolutely, I'm gonna have Kelsey and Troutman. Perfect. Boom. Find that information for me real quick. Yeah, I got you. I got All you. right. All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about a couple of uh, dynasty targets because I've been doing dynasty startups left and right, rookie drafts, everything. I, everyone knows about F- Pat Fryermuth uh, out of Penn State. He's a complete tight end. He's like you know Nick was just saying a year away. A lot of these tight ends are always a year away. The rookie tight end is never really seems to pan out. It's usually a year three thing with them. Uh, once, once Ebron leaves after next, next season, depending on the quarterback situation for our going to be a superstar. Uh, and I, I, my guess is that next year we'll be talking about him, uh, at this time as a possible low end tight end one possible tight end two.
2: CJ Hawkinson range. Yeah, I, I, I,
0: agree with that. Um, the second one being drafted is Brevin Jordan out of Miami. I I'm not as high on him. He's a little bit too small to play in line. He's not a good blocker. He's more of a slot receiver than anything else. But as our guy Mike said before, what the hell else is going on in Houston right now? So there might be some targets available for him. You might actually get a couple of weeks where he pops off this year for fantasy, but he's probably a couple of years away. He's not nearly this the stash that Fryermouth is for me. I'm much higher on second year tight end harrison bryant who we're talking about dfs won me some big bucks last year there was i i don't remember there was two weeks in a row but the second week he popped off for two touchdowns at minimum value and took us to the bank and i love him for that i draft him everywhere i possibly can i have him on he's on my scott fishbowl team and it was just like I, it, it was just like a trophy pick because I'm
1: like, ah, I got to pick somebody. I'll pick a kicker up later on, but real quick, DraftKings Kelsey 8300. Yes, Troutman 2900. Yeah, <laughs> we're in, we're in. Oh, <laughs> my God, <laughs> they're both they're they're both going to be in my
0: Week One lineup. Uh, uh, make it happen. Watch it has this. To be. Yep, absolutely. All right, after Hunter uh, Harrison Bryant, my next we already talked about is Hunter Long. I talked about how Gusecki is going to be out of there at the end of this year, one way or the other. They drafted Hunter Long and I believe it was the fourth round, maybe the third round out of Boston College. Um, he's a complete – he's he's the same type of player that Farmouth is. He's going to be able to do a little bit of everything. He won't really be in the tight end one conversation next year. He'll be a back-end tight end two. But you might be able to see him uh, three, four years from now be able to – Scratch that low-end, tight-end one category. Two guys I like from the Chargers with Jared Cook only on a one-year deal is Trey McKitty and Donald Partom. Uh, either one of them, whichever one shows better, has a chance to pop off. But my absolute favorite one, no, it's not Albert O coming off of the injury, it's Kylan Granson, man. I love this guy. I absolutely love him. Fourth-rounder out of SMU with the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, he's behind Mo Ali cox in the, uh, in, the, in the pecking order. He's a great pass catcher. The, he, he showed up really well at the senior bowl. The Colts brass fell in love with him, and he's going to be a future star. Probably a zero for this year. Don't draft him, but if you're in a dynasty league, you need to pick this guy up and stash him. I think I have him on every single one of my dynasty teams. He's my guy this year and he's going to be a star. I got burned by SMU once before with James Prochet, but I'm oh. not going to do it again, bro. Prochet is a stud, man. He's a great, great football player. He's he's going to be on the field with them. He's He plays a lot of special teams. He can do a lot, man.
1: He, he's a good ball player, but he's not a good fantasy football player. You know, speaking of value, real quick, I know Nick is going to love this one, 2,500 on DraftKings, Tyler
2: Croft. Yes, we did not talk about him. We did not. Really quick, Tyler <sighs> Croft. Two, two touchdown catches from uh, our boy, Zach Wilson. Chris Herndon's trash. <laughs> Tyler Croft's a starting tight end. him for, off then. He's starting tight end for the Jets on, a t- on an offense that's going to pass a lot. Three bucks. All right. I wouldn't draft him, but DFS, he might be a very, very sneaky play. All right. All right, guys, that's going to
0: wrap up all of our positional breakdowns. We did the quarterbacks, we did the running backs, wide receivers, and now tight ends. I do not want to do a whole episode on defense, and I will (laughs) never speak about kickers. So, Nick, why don't you talk Ah. us through a little bit about team defense and any possible
2: teams that you're
0: looking at this year.
2: Yeah, team defenses. Anyway, shape, um, let me last... get a pen
0: because I, I'm not doing any research on this. i got to write this down.
2: <laughs> so team defenses are not drafted until the last two rounds, but even maybe the last three rounds if you want to take one that you like a little early, you like the way the board's fallen. Um, I stream defenses. I don't draft the top defense and say, all right, I'm starting every week because are you going to start at the Bills defense against Patrick Mahomes? Absolutely not, and I'm not going to roster a second defense in that case. So I stream. And what I like to do in the beginning of every draft season is look for that defense that has multiple weeks of a good matchup. So it's one less waiver claim. It's one less add drop. Um, I found two defenses that kind of fit that bill. Um, My favorite one right now is the Broncos. Week one, they're playing the Giants in New York or Jersey, however you want to consider it. And Jones takes sacks, and he, he puts the ball on the ground. Week two? In Jacksonville with a terrible offensive line. So I'm okay. thinking I'm thinking that's a pretty pretty safe bet there.
1: Okay. Uh, 3,300 on DraftKings. Right. Not bad, sixth, not bad. Six, sixth best defense.
2: Yeah, so outside the Broncos, um, I like the Rams. Where do I have them here? I got it written down here. Who are they playing week one? There it is. They're playing the Bears. Andy Dalton, Sunday night football. Sign me up. The Bears.
0: Yeah, but you got to pay you got to pay up for the Rams though.
2: Yeah, that's They're no going to be problem. one of the
0: first drafted if not the first.
2: That is the only issue with that. And um, guys,
1: don't draft defenses early. Don't be no, that guy.
2: No. And then week 2 they're playing um the Colts. Carson injured Carson Wentz. Possible good one. Uh other than that, week 1, I mean, we're going I'll talk we'll talk about some good defenses stream every week. But Broncos are a good one. Rams are a good one. Um, Bills are playing the Steelers. That might be a good one, but you have to pay up for the Bills for that defense. Ravens are playing the Raiders. That might be a good option there. I uh, wouldn't touch – like the Buccaneers are the top-rated defense. I don't get it. They're going to play the Cowboys week one. They're going to give you four or five points, maybe tops. Uh, I think the Broncos, clear-cut number one. I think the Broncos is the clear-cut number one. Clear-cut. Just, just, just going on the list, I mean – The Seahawks are playing the Colts, but they're on the road. Um, 49ers, they're pretty good. They're playing the Lions, so that could be a good option for week one. I'll
0: I'll tell you what what one of my plans is for this year, and I'm not sure how it's going to work out yet, is I'm planning on targeting against the Pittsburgh Steelers as often as I can because – no, all we've talked about is Najee Harris, bad offensive line, bad offensive line. Give you think sacks. Ben Roethlisberger could get away from anybody anymore? No. I'm gonna take the four or five sacks a game and take the free sacks, one one point here, one point there, and pray for a couple of interceptions because Ben's you know a YOLO type of quarterback. I, you know, yeah. you're gonna give up a lot of yards. So if your league is focused on the yardage, it's not gonna work. But if sacks and turnovers are there, I I think it'll work.
2: Yeah, and just another couple defenses I uh quickly spotted. Vikings at Bengals. Bengals offensive line's terrible. The 49ers might be a good two week play. They got the Lions and the Eagles. So it could potentially be a good but they're on the road, which is right, kinda... writing that down. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think it's obvious. I think the Broncos are the best bet. Um, Broncos, Ravens, a pretty good week one. I like the 49ers for a two-week period, but they might be overdrafted. But we we stream. I don't. I won't be picking one defense and starting them. I think the only exception ever made was the Patriots. Was that last year or two years ago? Yeah. Where they were just going absolutely crazy the first few weeks. Yep. But
0: but to your point, they were not drafted that way. No, they no. were drafted eighth, ninth, tenth. It's In some cases, not even drafted. Yeah, And everybody was – I think it was the Jaguars that year. They Everybody was drafting, and it didn't work out. It was terrible. No, that
2: was the year there after the AFC Championship game. This right. is why you stream defense. It's your last two picks are the defense and the kick. The kicker should be your last pick no matter what. Uh, defense, even in a salary cap, uh, it's a dollar. Defense, right. kicker, dollars. You're spending two bucks combined for them. Yeah, somebody, um, if you, so
1: somebody's going to spend a tenth round on Tucker. Oh, someone's going to pay
2: up for Tucker. Someone's uh, going to pay up for Koo. Someone's going to pay up for Bucker. Let them do it. I'll take Tyler well, Bass. I'll take uh, Matt Amandola, the Jets kicker. I'll take someone that's not going to score in the red zone. Take the Denver kicker.
1: Yeah, but a couple bucks for a young hoe is the way to go. Oh, damn it! <laughs>
0: that 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 it, it, he. He's actually not the young hoe. He's a young way. <laughs> so uh, you want to go the young way? All right, that too. All right? That that might go back to your rant as well, Andy. Just, just so or, you know.
2: or the Jets defense against the Panthers. Which, nah, all right, shut up. All right, we're
1: done.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they got nobody out. You're playing outside. Yeah, I
0: mean, I, You're I, actually I, like you be Nick. Listen, I'm all about the narrative. I love that. Walking it back against the old quarterback and everything. How is that not a primetime game? Because it's the Jets and the Panthers. This crap bowl. It's a good story.
2: Well, that should have been a Thursday yeah, night a game. it's a good story for
0: you. That should have been a Thursday night game. Nobody cares. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Thursday mm. in week 12. <laughs> right. All right, Andy, let's do it, man. I'm waiting for your uh, – Throwback player of the week. I'm going to guess it this week. I know. All right.
1: right. Let's go. All right. I'll give you a couple hints. 1993.
0: Oh, it's already too late for me. I'm
1: out. Yeah. Nick wasn't born. Wide receiver. I I know, Ken. Wide receiver. 15 touchdowns. Uh, He had 160 plus targets. He only had 86 receptions, 1,200 plus yards. That's terrible. Okay. Yeah. It was, well, probably the quarterback was pretty bad and um you guys any hints yet or nothing uh all right i'll give you one more hint uh his girlfriend burnt down his mansion they talked about a rap song
2: oh Jerry
1: rice oh yeah Jerry rice come on oh, man okay. Nick, jeff come on. I, I i'm drawing a blank i can oh, see his face oh, i'm going down like andre risen's house andre Risen yeah <laughs> Bad moon rising, T- bro. T- TLC, left eye, burnt yep. down his mansion.
2: Nice. Yeah. I was just guessing made, the receivers from that time frame. I made, have no idea. Made made, <laughs> Dude, Jerry
0: Rice is like the, the top character
2: <laughs> character individual
0: in the history of football. I'm just David <laughs> good receivers. And you thought left eye burned his house down. I'm just okay.
1: good receivers.
2: I have no idea.
1: <laughs> Nick, do you know who left eye is? No clue. Okay. TLC? Nope. No, no. Nope. No clue. Um, over the head. Watch, watch, watch the other guys. You'll appreciate that movie. The movie? I love that. Yeah. The other guys. They talk about TLC. Marky, all. Marky Mark. With Marky Mark. My, Michael Keaton talks about the whole movie. I love movie. that movie. TLC brings up all
2: their stuff. And like, I love you that sure movie. Sure, you're
1: not talking about TLC. Marky sure? Mark.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the, hob- the hobos in the back. Of I'm, the, a uh, three- Let me, I'm
1: a Let peacock. I'm a peacock. Let me fly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's all. All right,
1: guys, I think
0: we need to put a cherry on the top of this Sunday. So <laughs> you guys got anything else intelligent you want to say? Nick, what do you got going for me? Tell You could tell us a little bit about what work you got going on, anything like that.
2: So we got the uh, – yeah, no, we got the tight end article coming out hopefully tomorrow. We have uh, I'm going to be putting out a Roto article about our Roto Football League. And as I mentioned earlier, I'm doing some articles for FF off. so you'll be seeing some more content from us and maybe some future stuff going on. What is that? Yeah, that's
0: my wife. She knew she knew about the house burning down. She just didn't know it was being go. There
1: you go. So I, I, I
0: couldn't remember his oh. name, man. I couldn't remember
1: his name. I'm so mad at myself. Dude, just think about that. 86 receptions, like 165. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah, that's that's called over-targeted.
0: Yeah. Oh. Andy, anything else intelligent you want to say before we get out of here? If you have a choice between yes and no, go with the lube. It works. <laughs> all right. Andy. No. Andy, on the way out the door, man, just keep in touch with yourself. All right. <laughs> all right, guys. I appreciate everybody out there for uh taking a listen, taking a watch. I know we're ugly, but uh, you know, we got a face for radio. It is what it is. This guy's at and Mimi Trader Andy over here at AMAC22NJ. I'm at Jtrella20. This has been the Stack Attack Fantasy Podcast. We love you guys. Trevor, thanks for all you do. Take us on out of here. Peace, guys. Peace. Yep.